0: This is the IEEE USA Insight Podcast, episode number 16. A monthly program featuring news, information, and updates from IEEE USA headquarters in Washington, D.C. And now your host, Chris McMaines.
1: Thank you, John. And welcome, listeners. I hope your summer is going well. The first IEEE USA Future Leaders Forum was a resounding success. From opening speaker Vince Cerf, who helped create the Internet, to jazz trombonist Chris Washburn, IEEE student members and young professionals heard from a wide variety of people. Their basic message was, don't be afraid to fail, take calculated risks, and if you've got a good business idea, work hard to make it come true. Held in New Orleans in late July, the event attracted 285 IEEE members from around the world. The second IEEE USA Future Leaders Forum is being planned for 2018. If you missed the first one, you won't want to miss the next one. On August 1st, IEEE USA mobile outreach vehicle program leaders Grayson and Mary Ellen Randall conducted specialized training for IEEE members in New Orleans. And just in time. Two weeks later, Devastating flooding in Louisiana spurred the Red Cross to seek mobile power and communications assistance from IEEE USA's MOVE vehicle. The 15 rivers that reached record flood stage left more than 10,000 people in emergency shelters. MOVE, which also assisted in flood recovery efforts in West Virginia, provides three main functions in affected areas keep relief workers' cell phones charged so they can communicate with headquarters and one another, serve as a mobile command center, and provide Wi-Fi so people can find out about relief aid and survivor information. The IEEE Foundation is a major financial supporter of the MOVE project. Donations to help with ongoing operational costs are welcome. For more information, search for IEEE USA and MOVE Community Outreach. Megan Daly recently completed her IEEE USA Engineering Mass Media Fellowship at the Los Angeles Times. An engineering student at Syracuse University, Daly wrote on a variety of topics this summer. Included among her stories were how eco-friendly wines aren't just better for the planet, they taste better too. How running shoes can change the muscles in your feet. And the story I'm definitely interested in How passing chocolate through an electric field can make it more healthful, and some say better for you. The Mass Media Fellows Program is run by the American Association for the Advancement of Science. It places advanced science and engineering students in newsrooms across the country. Their job is to help explain complex scientific and math-based principles in language the average person can understand. IEEE USA is the only engineering society to sponsor a fellow and has done so since 2000. If you're interested in more information, search for AAAS Mass Media Fellows Program. The deadline for 2017
2: is January 15th. Now it's time for IEEE USA eBook Corner, highlighting new free and existing IEEE USA eBooks available to IEEE members. What could be better than reading one of Donald Christensen's backscatter columns in IEEE USA Insight? Well, how about having the opportunity to read 16 of these thought-provoking and well-researched essays by the respected former editor and publisher of IEEE Spectrum? An IEEE fellow, Christensen has been contributing backscatter to IEEE USA publications for some years. Each of the periodic anthologies of his columns is always a good reason for engineers and anyone else interested in technology to be pleased. Now with the publication of his latest compilation of online essays, Christensen's fans have ample cause to celebrate. His Best of backscatter Book 5 offers readers his further thoughts and recollections on all things engineering. As with the four previous anthologies, the author has organized the columns in Book 5 around specific topics. This time they are related to design issues, engineering writing and communicating, historical recollections, and the engineering gender gap. Moreover, he approaches each column with the same thoughtful and pragmatic style that has made backscatter so popular over the years. Christensen was a practicing engineer before he moved on to IEEE Spectrum, and he applies the best of the engineering mindset, analytical, logical, and detail-oriented, to his writing. In the essay titled Quack, Quack, he considers both the advantages and shortcomings of simulation as a tool in design and teaching. He begins by riffing on the classic quotation, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. Next, he quickly points out that what was very likely true in the past no longer is necessarily accurate. In today's world of virtual reality, what is real can easily be misrepresented. Today's sophisticated simulation techniques can emulate reality in such extreme detail as to sometimes seem more real than encountered in nature, he writes. Such a hyper-real simulated design might not work in practice. Architectural critics have noted that some buildings conceived in this way should not have been built at all. Collect all five of the best of Backscatter ebooks now available at shop.ieeeusa.org. The member price for each volume is $479 for members. Non IEEE members can purchase them for $599 each. And don't forget, by going to shop.iEEEUSA.org, you can, down your free, you can download your free ebooks for members. Through September 15th, you can download the free ebook for members Shaping an Engineering Career, Book 3, Volume 1, Advancing to Management. And from October 1st through October 15th, you can download the free ebook for members, A Living Resume Volume 2, documenting your writings, awards, and honors. I'm Georgia Stelluto for IEEE USA.
0: In the IEEE USA Insight Spotlight, we bring you close up to a newsmaker or public figure with a quick one on one interview. This month, Chris talks with Dr. Rush Holt, who is Chief Executive Officer of AAAS, the American Association for the Advancement of Science, and the Executive Publisher of the Science Family of Journals. He came to AAAS in February 2015 after representing Central New Jersey in the House of Representatives for 16 years. Dr. Holt has also worked as a research physicist and teacher and served as Assistant Director of the Princeton Plasma Physics Laboratory. In this interview, he discusses the role science plays in society and how scientists, engineers, and mathematicians can help lawmakers formulate public policy.
1: Well, Dr. Holt, thank you very much for for meeting with me today. And uh, as I was explaining to you, we, we like to do these newsmaker interviews with people in the science, engineering, and technology field. Now, you've been the CEO of AAAS right about for exactly a year and a half now, and I was wondering, how has the transition been for you going from member of Congress to the CEO of the largest multi- multidisciplinary scientific and engineering society in the world?
3: Well, thanks, Chris. And please call me Rush. We go back a while. Okay. Uh, I've been at AAAS more than uh, a year and a half now. After um, 16 years in Congress, uh, I, when I made the decision to leave Congress, I didn't know What I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to do something with science and engineering, and uh, AAAS uh, came along, and uh, and I'm delighted to be here. It's one of the world's great organizations, Uh, terrific people, a hundred and sixty some year history of speaking for science and really being the force for science, representing science and engineering technology at large, not particular disciplines but uh the idea of science what it brings to society it's been great it's uh certainly very different from congress uh i've been busy enough that i haven't looked back uh, i feel very good about my time in congress some frustrations of course but uh i um am, am pleased to be here because the the challenges are great i mean science engineering uh, have been the the great civilizing forces of society for the past half millennium, um, and uh, and yet they need tending to. Um, the public appreciation of science, from some perspectives, is very high, and I'm using science collectively here, meaning engineering and 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 the, the larger technological and and technical enterprise. Um, From one perspective, uh, science is well-regarded. People say they respect scientists and engineers and they trust them and so forth. And yet there's a a kind of a a nagging distrust um, under the surface. People say they think science is really important. They even say they like it. But when you press them, well, yeah, they like the technology but don't have much of a clue about how it works and what science and engineering need in order to thrive. Um, and so, this needs attention. And and who better than AAAS to to speak on these things? And one of the best programs that helps to
1: address this is the uh, Mass Media Fellowship Program AAAS
3: forty five years or so. Yes. yes.
1: And uh, I know that you're a, a big supporter of that, and, and that's why we're both here today. For Actually, the, I take that back.
3: It's, it's about uh, 65 years <laughs> for the Mass Media Fellowships. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's really a good uh, – it's really a fine program. Um, many of the uh, – historically, traditionally, going back decades, many of the fellows are giving journalism a try for the first time. These are scientists – um, oh, this summer we have a, 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 a veterinary student and an engineer and uh, – I, actually, I don't remember the, the numbers, but it's the full range mm-hmm. of, of disciplines. Um, and they were going to give writing a try for a summer. And then some of them have gone into science writing. And uh, actually, your listeners here on the podcast will recognize many of the names, Joe Palka and, and, uh, and other – um, well-known, actually, science writers, science journalists. Um, now, in recent years, we end up with some more who really have made a decision to leave their science studies and go into journalism. This isn't a trial, but it's a, it's a foot in the door. Um, in either case, uh, it's been a, just a terrific program where these fellows work at, at first-rate media outlets print, broadcast uh, new media and um, uh, they uh, right off the bat they start doing good things partly because in so many of the media outlets um, in recent years they've laid off their science writers Mm -hmm. Uh, and so they're shorthanded and these fellows fresh out of college in most cases end up doing first rate uh, important uh, science writing.
1: Yeah, I know our IEEE USA's uh, fellow this year uh, finished her in- her, in- her fellowship at the Los Angeles Times. Uh, so you're definitely in with a lot of the the top media yeah. in the and, country.
3: And the Times, I believe, like some others, has in recent years laid off. Uh, some, maybe much, of their uh, science writing staff. And so these interns uh, are all the more important. Mm-hmm. It's something that AAAS has done. I mean, we do many things in science and society, science and public policy, um, uh, science and law, science and religion, science education. Um, we speak out on public issues. Um, uh, there are many things going on at AAAS. And um I invite AAA, triple, IEEE members to uh, join AAAS in addition to IEEE. Um, in many cases, uh, scientists and engineers will join a primary society, American Society of Microbiology or the Ecology Society or whatever, mm-hmm. and then join AAAS as their umbrella society that's looking after science at large. Uh, so anyway, there are many things uh, going on here. I mentioned the fellows program, something else that IEEE takes part in. Uh, um, I – when I was a member of Congress, um, every year would take a AAAS fellow in my office if, if they would have me, if they would choose. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, a couple of times uh, had engineers uh IEEE members, sponsored by IEEE, in fact, um, and it's a great program. But in addition to placing PhD and professional level scientists and engineers on Capitol Hill, um, the program also places about 250 fellows each year for a year or two, uh, in seventeen or twenty different government agencies mm-hmm. uh, in all you know, all three branches. So it's uh, that's another great program of AAAS. Now, one of
1: the years that you had a, a, a fellow from IEEE USA, Marty Sokoloski, he worked with you to help establish the Congressional Research and Development Caucus. Mm-hmm. How uh, How pleased were you to... To be involved with that and to
3: see that it, it's still going on. Well, it was it was actually fun to have Marty in the office. He's a good-humored guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And we did a lot of things together. In addition to starting the uh, R&D caucus, we together wrote a chapter on stem cell research. Now, when he took the fellowship, he had no idea he'd be talking about uh, stem cells. Uh, but we both had to – we were asked to write a, a chapter um, – involving policy as well as biology, and uh, we both had to read up on it, and it was a good learning experience. Uh, the R&D caucus was something we set up because although there are many caucuses on Capitol Hill that look after special interests, the, the shoe manufacturing caucus, the, 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 the um, how about the know, Jack Daniels caucus, that, I, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure that there is a, a bourbon caucus. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think there really is. I yeah. think there really yeah. is. Yes, yeah. uh, I can't remember for sure, but, <laughs> um, but there wasn't any there wasn't any group of members or staff uh, looking after the interests of research and development at large beyond a specific industry. And uh, the IEEE caucus has uh, has thrived, really, for, I don't know, 10 years now, I mm-hmm. forget exactly, um, with uh, monthly or more often uh, sessions uh, to emphasize the importance of research and development and the importance of federal support for research and development, because um, Although industry is is paying for a lot of research and development, most of it is development, not research, and it is uh, it's it's very focused uh, and isn't. Um, what would I say? Growing the seed corn that we need for innovation. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's another way that scientists and engineers can get involved in the public policy process. As you know, when you were in Congress, you were one of the few scientists or people with any type of STEM background in Congress. Uh, how important is it for scientists and engineers to, to engage with their representatives and to help them formulate some policies that uh, could benefit our nation?
3: Well, there aren't many who, uh, in Congress who have backgrounds, and more important, there aren't many in Congress who are comfortable with STEM subjects. Uh, they will often say, oh, I wasn't very good in that in school. You know, it's interesting. You never hear them say, well, I wasn't really very good in history in school or I wasn't really very good in economics in school. Um, They're willing to deal with other matters in society but not science, technology, engineering, math. Um, And so for that reason, they need more help. They need input from people who are comfortable talking about technolo- technological issues uh, they need um, advice from people who are willing to translate their studies, their technical studies uh, into policy relevant um, uh, to- policy relevant discussions mm-hmm. and um, so the the AAAS Fellows Program does that to some extent, actually to a large extent, but it's only a few dozen fellows in all of Congress each year. Mm -hmm. Now, some of them stay on and work as permanent staff on – well, as permanent as anything is on Capitol Hill for for years. But um, that's clearly not enough. And uh, the staff in members' offices – are, by and large, no more comfortable dealing with science than the members themselves, which is to say, not very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. That's I, hopefully something we can help to correct. Yeah, I often joke that members of Congress are not loath to talk about things in which they are not expert. Um, I, you know, that's sort of a, a a good humored way of saying we want our members of Congress to be... Uh, involved in everything that affects our lives. I mean, not we don't want them involved in our lives, but we mm-hmm. want them to understand every aspect of society and economy and culture um, because there are political decisions that have to be made in almost every aspect of transportation and war and peace and and hunger and uh, agriculture and uh, and they can't be expert in all of those things. When it comes to science they say, well, I just can't deal with that. I'm not a scientist. What do the scientists say? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's all the more important that scientists get involved um, than other lobbying groups um, Mm -hmm. uh, because members of Congress are reluctant to even think about science and engineering.
1: Mm -hmm. One of the things that's definitely always of concern to – to AAAS members, IEEE members, ASME members, all of them is, is jobs. And I was just wondering, what do you, how do you see the, the, the current climate for science and engineering jobs in the United States?
3: Um, that's something that AAAS has for years and years uh, paid attention to. I think we have to pay even more attention to it. Um, You know, in the biomedical sciences, for example, a typical age for a person to get beyond a postdoc with her own or his own research project is 42 years of age. Well, you know, if you're trying to build a career, that's not a very good way to go. Uh, And so uh, in engineering, obviously, it's a lot quicker to get a job and people – are are generally finding jobs. But what I like to emphasize is that there are many career paths. Um, In the academic areas, uh, people seem to think they have to follow their advisor. Um, In engineering, people think, well, they have to work for a big engineering firm. Um, There are so many different paths, uh, including entrepreneurship, Entrepreneurial paths, uh, but also working for non-governmental organizations and policy organizations, and uh, you know many other things. So that's one of the things AAAS tries to do is to help uh, help students prepare for and understand. Uh, various career paths, available and of course, too. the Mass
1: Media Fellows program opens up that that still, door to people to realize maybe they didn't think about being a journalist, and some still of them another have gone career into path. That. Yeah, yes.
3: still another career writing. Of course, right? You know, I wish more scientists and engineers were good writers. They'd be more successful in whatever they do, um, and having a career in writing can be very satisfying.
1: And really, any type of communication, uh, you have to be a good communicator to help get your point across and get things uh, yeah. get things favorable so there's to your position. Certainly, a lot positions. of
3: scientists and engineers who have who have done pretty well and been poor communicators, but mm-hmm. the really successful ones are good communicators. Yeah,
1: and uh, I would I would have to say that you are a very good communicator, and I know that in your role in Congress, you had to do that, and uh, you continue to speak well, out on behalf. <laughs> Uh, of the science and engineering community. So, Rush, thank you very much for your time. I've greatly appreciated it. And uh, thank you to to Carla for uh, setting all this up for us. So, Thanks, Chris. Thank Good to you. be with you. Thank you.
2: There are whispers of fall here in the nation's capital. And it's time now for your IEEE USA conference calendar update. Conferences of note coming in 2016 are the Digital Avionics Systems Conference on the 25th through 29th of September in Sacramento, California, the IEEE International Conference on Wireless for Space and Extreme Environments on the 26th through 29th of September in Aachen, Germany. The IEEE booth at the World Maker Fair in Queens, New York on the 1st through 2nd of October. The IEEE Conference on Technologies for Sustainability, SUSTEC, in Phoenix, Arizona on the 9th through 11th of October the IEEE Global Humanitarian Technology Conference on the 14th through the 16th of October in Seattle, Washington, and the 7th Annual IEEE Ubiquitous Computing, Electronics, and Mobile Communications Conference, UMCON, in New York, New York, on the 20th through 22nd of October. Be sure to get these informative and interesting conferences on your schedule. For more information on upcoming conferences, go to iusaorg conferences. Hope you can attend some of these exciting events. Remember, networking with your peers is one of your most valuable professional tools. Don't miss these great opportunities. I'm Georgia Stelluto for IEEE USA.
1: IEEE USA eBooks is offering a Living Resume, Volume 2, documenting your writings, awards and honors free to IEEE members through October 15th. In this series, author Harry T. Roman strongly encourages documenting your growth as a professional by stressing the importance of sharing your accomplishments. He says these form the icing on the cake of your career and should be carefully itemized and detailed. IEEE members can download a free copy of this ebook by going on to the IEEE USA shop site and using promo code S-E-P-T-FREE16. That's S-E-P-T-F-R-E-E-1-6. The code is good until October 15th. IEEE USA offers members a complimentary ebook each month. We also have nearly 200 titles ready for download on our shop site. IEEE USA volunteers often promote the wonder of engineering in their community, particularly to youngsters. On October 1st and 2nd, IEEE USA will for the fifth straight year have an exhibit at World Maker Faire in Queens, New York. Maker Faire celebrates the invention, resourcefulness, and creativity within makers everywhere. Engineers, tech enthusiasts, and hobbyists join inventors, crafters, educators, artists, and students to display their creations and share what they've learned. Attendees come to Maker Faire to glimpse the future and often find the inspiration to become makers themselves. So if you're on Long Island, October 1st and 2nd, come out and see us at the New York Hall of Science. If not, maker fairs are held all over the country. There just might be one coming to a town near you. On October 20th, from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Natalie Thompson will present a free IEEE USA webinar on civility in the workplace. Participants will learn key elements of respect and how these improve employee productivity, retention, and satisfaction. A respectful workplace contributes to productive and engaged employees. To register for this interactive session and view a wide variety of archived presentations, go to IEEEUSA.org and click on Webinar Series. Professional development hours are also available. That's all for today's podcast. I'm Chris McMaines in Washington, wishing you and your family a wonderful day.
0: This has been the IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Join us again next month as we take a look at news, information, and updates from IEEE USA. If you have feedback you'd like to share, please connect with us by commenting on our IEEE USA Insight article. Send us email at insightpodcast at IEEE USA.org. Visit Facebook at Facebook.com slash IEEE USA or Twitter at IEEE USA. I'm John Uglenski. Thanks for tuning in.